whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars. Bobby scores. The good old hockey game. Oh, good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. The good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. All right, here we go, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. The season is getting ever closer. Another preseason game coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, coming up when the season starts, we got the uh, VGK game day giveaway and the goodies from our friends at Terribles. They're doing the Raiders game day giveaway. Adam Cutner, we'll have the power play deal going, and uh, we get back on the beam, man. Uh, they have the weekend off on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> some some guys were more active than others <laughs> on the weekend. Uh, we'll get into all that. Robin Leonard on Twitter throwing some salvos out there that has gotten attention around the league. Yeah, mostly mostly you know people having this guy's back. Uh, the, how big a story is this? I mean, in Philadelphia today. Elaine Vigneault is sitting down and what's going on at Flyers camp now? What do you what do you say about you know Robin Leonard? And he had to address that. He denied, you know, what Leonard had said. And we'll get into this. Mike Lewis is gonna join us from the Suncoast. Stuff that comes out today. Kelly McCrimmon said he's spoken with Robin. Robin's a passionate guy about the health of the players. Leonard jumping in. It started on the Eichel thing, on what's going on with Eichel in Buffalo. Then it bloomed into you know other things that had gone on over the years in the league. Then the league reaches out and says, well, we want to talk to you privately. They reach out to him. I guess he did have a discussion with the NHLPA. And we'll see where this all goes. We'll dive into this. You know, by the way, the Golden Knights stocked up Henderson. The Russian defenseman's like lighting it up. Okay, you're off the you're off the Henderson. <laughs> he was making a case for himself offensively. Uh, worked for him to do in his own end. Anyway, uh, lots on the docket, Stevie. One of those deals, man. Uh, I will go back to the vaccine. Remember Robin Leonard, when he was out there, he said, the league said you were going to do this, do that, do this if we got vaccinated. And he, front and center, he went out there and he, he stuck his neck out there and he is not bashful. He's been on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Again, it's a double-edged sword. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're a wallflower, you don't say anything. You know, people criticize you. You're out there and you say stuff, people criticize you. He says what he thinks, what he believes. At the end of the day, it's about this guy stopping a puck here, right? I mean, on, on the on-ice side of things. His beliefs are his beliefs. He's a very vocal guy, and he's out there. Uh, I think there's a ton of validity, I'm sure, to a lot of what he said, but it is now a tempest in a teapot around the league. There's a time and a place for everything, Brian. He's entitled to his opinion, absolutely, and and... I don't know. He may very well be 100% correct. 
on uh, on all that he's tweeting about currently and, and did over the weekend. Um, I again a time and a place. If if you do if like the, as soon as the Knights are eliminated from the playoffs last year, if he starts taking this stuff on in the off season, I, I kind of don't have a problem with that. I I, I would just say. I don't think you really solve issues if that's what you're looking to do on Twitter. I think you're better off, and, the, and the, as you said, the, the NHL uh, you know, had him in and, and they've talked, and he's talked with the uh, NHLPA. Do that on your own. If you've got issues with, with either the league or, or the PA, you know, get, get, he can contact those guys and say, hey, I'd like to come in and talk to you about some stuff. You know, and you can do that behind closed doors and maybe get some issues solved that, that, that you don't like. I was almost, I said, now, you know, discretion is the better part of val- valor to not make light of it. But I almost attached, remember the show Get Smart? Yes. Love the show Get Smart. Love the show Get Smart. That the league, I mean, he got their attention. The league said, hey, we're, we're going to reach out to Robin to see if he wants to speak Are to us. Are you going private. cone of silence? I was going to say... I almost said, okay, let's have that conversation, and here comes the cone of silence. <laughs> you know what I mean? The league is, hey, look, this is all over the place. NHL.com, it's not. The league's like, eh, what are you doing to me? Exactly. So, okay. and Time and place, Brian. They're trying to start a season here. So, And I didn't finish the vaccine. I, that was a horrible – I got – I went off the tracks. I get, think get we the mic. Think most of the guys no, no, but just know. to re- revisit that, he said the the league promised us if you get vac- the vaccine, they're going to lighten the protocols and all the other things that were supposedly. And the league said we didn't promise them. And I'm sitting there going, that's semantics. The league said we're going to do this, but the league probably didn't say we promise we'll do this. So they said, oh, we didn't say we promise. And then it was like two and a half weeks later. That basically everything he he was asking for, those protocols were indeed changed a few weeks later. But subsequently, throughout the course of that, the Golden Knights players had to be asked about it. Right. And if you remember, they all said, we love Robin, uh, we respect Robin. Not one of them said, I agree with Robin. Right. You know what I mean? Correct. Not, not one of them stuck their neck out, so he was kind of out on an island. He's taking on this Jack Eichel thing. Now then he throws the Flyers thing out there. So he's out there and he did say I can't believe more players aren't speaking up on the Jack Eichel thing. And he's the one who's out. well, no one no one spoke out when he did on the vaccine thing. And we agreed we we had his back on that one. I mean because though and you knew that was like semantics and stuff was falling through the cracks. Mike Lewis is going to join us right now from the Sun Coast. But let me just throw this out. So Kelly McCrimmon was asked, um, he said he's spoken with Robin Leonard several times over the last couple of days. Uh, he's also spoken with the league. He's also spoken with Flyers GM Chuck Fletcher. And basically McCrimmon's stance says Leonard is very passionate about players' health issues. Well, that's factual. What? What? But what's going on for the Golden Knights? You know. You know. You know, yes, I do. Behind know. closed doors, they're cringing. Yeah, they don't want to deal with, again. There's a there's a time and a place for this stuff. The, the the Knights 
as individual players don't want to deal with this right now. They, they're getting ready to start a season. The same thing for the NHL. And the one other thing I would just say, Golden Knights playing Colorado tomorrow. All right, but when the season starts, it's not much better than Zoom World, but it, it's kind of the same thing. You know, a handful of guys are get thrown up to the podium. Again, in terms of how you cover a team. You know, after games, three guys would be in a room. So the same three guys, you know, or whatever. There's three guys, and everybody's getting the same quotes from the same guys. Then there was the Zoom thing. But rest assured, now it's not a Zoom thing. These guys are going to hit the bricks, and they're going to go on the road. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're going to have morning skates, how that all is going to be handled. Post-game, if uh, DeBoer, DeBoer doesn't want to talk about the power play. You think he wants to talk about this? Absolutely not. Okay, so when they're on the road... Rest assured, whoever draws the straw to go out to speak to the, at the podium in every in every city, the players are going to be. You would think in every city they go, the media's going to ask them about this, how long this goes on, what the resolution is. Leonard's trying to make changes, implement changes, whether the league, you know, comes through on all this, but in the short term. This is something they're all going to have to deal with. All right, Mike, we get a little long-winded just trying to you know, lay all the, the facts out there, but I think if you can agree or disagree, I, I think we've got the majority of it out there. What do you think? Yeah, I, uh, you know, there's no doubt that Robin Leonard cares about players' health and especially their mental health. And, you know, I don't mind what he did with the exception of he needed to do this uh, by picking up the phone and calling Bill Daly and discussing it just between them. Uh, you know, he he could have gave the ultimatum where, you know, hey, if nothing's done in this sort of time, then I'm going public with this. But you don't go public right away. And, uh, you know, even though he, I, I believe that uh, the vast majority of things that he laid out are true, uh, you know, it just it takes on a, a whole nother, uh world now for him. And, you know, he's got a difficult job. I mean, he the spotlight is on him more than anybody else in this uh, in this franchise right now. Well, the, uh, I, got, I got news for you. Things could the, tumble down. Well, the spotlight was on him anyway as the goalie. Exactly. And now it's just it's that much more, uh, you know. You know, we we can all sit here and speculate if he would have done this, uh, you know, right after last season, uh, which goalie would still be in town. I mean, it just it. This is a, uh, you know, and the thing is, you know, I, I respect you know his opinions and what he thinks is, is happening, and it, it very well. I mean, I, I believe it. A lot of this probably is happening, uh, but they're just it, it's a different. He went a different way that he should have. He should have just called Bill Daly personally. And said, "This is what's going on. You know it. Uh, it has to be addressed. And if you guys uh, sweep it under the rug, then we're going to go public." Well, I go and back. That's how I, I should have handled it. Well, the funny thing is, you go back to the day if you remember when he came out and had his passionate stance on when the vaccine deal was coming out, and we're sitting there going, "It wasn't a game day." And you know, when, when does a goalie ever get in front of the media on a, on a you know? Well, on a game day, you can't talk to him. But between games, I don't know that there's really been a goalie that much, anything pregame, you hear from the goalie after the game. And then and he's out there, and you're sitting there going, 
Well, how's that shake out? Robin Lynch says, I want to go out there and talk. And he went out and he said said his piece. And you know <laughs> the way the league has operated for many, many years, and this is what he's trying to do is implement change. But they're cryptic on all these things, the injuries, upper body, lower body. And this organization and many organizations in the league, you know, they want it as, as close to the vest as they can possibly have it. And here you are, you know, what, a little over a week away from the start of the season. And, you know, all of a sudden they're in the spotlight and they're going, where'd this come from? Now, that doesn't mean, you know, Leonard doesn't care. Leonard, he wants this dealt with. And he's got convictions. I mean, you've got to give him full marks for that. He is not bashful. No, uh, but, you know, there is, uh, you know, the, it really, I, I can't, you know, but with the exception of Leonard was the one that is out front of both of the uses, uh, you know, you can't really compare what he's doing now to what the vaccine was, because that was basically uh, a hearsay type of thing. You know, hey, they said this, and it's not happening. Uh, the allegations he's he's putting out there now, we're talking, you know, People could be losing their medical licenses. Oh, yeah. They could never, they may never work again. Oh, this is no uh, joke. They could actually be sued. They could have uh, malpractice suits against them. It's a lot more than just saying the league said this and they're not doing it. Um, you know, they could, you know, as you said earlier, um, maybe they didn't promise it. They just said this is what we're looking into. You know, that's just semantics. This is, uh, these, these are allegations and they're serious. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, you're, it, this is an old boys network right here. They 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 don't they don't like that. Here's stuff. and I, 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 Mike, were we talking on the phone? Was it you and me? I'm trying. Is the league is the league still in uh, litigation on the concussion stuff? That was never yeah, re- that was that was never remedied, was it? No, I, I, that's still uh, you know there's a, there's a lot at the league that, you know, you, you sit back and, you know, you got the concussion thing. Uh, when's the last time we've heard any update on the Chicago Blackhawk thing with the sexual misconduct? Yep. That's sort of like gone dark. I mean, there's a lot of things that come up and, you well, hear, hey, oh yeah, we're working, we're investigating, and then it's crickets after that. Well, I don't I know how they, I don't know how, I don't know how they do that with this one because the Leonard, the vaccine thing with Leonard was the same thing. He is out there. He, he threw that grenade out. That, his press conference kind of went viral. That was all around the league. And all of a sudden it went away. It went away. And then about two weeks later, the protocols did change and were altered. But, you know, they're they're pretty good at putting the cone of silence up. It, it went away except for, I think it was on ESPN, because they had Jeff signed the deal with the NHL that said that Leonard backtracked on his statement when he didn't. That was not true. Right. But but again, the NHL used ESPN. I think I think it was ESPN to get that message out so there. I'm not even, sure. I'm, I'm not sure it was ESPN. Okay, I, but, but no. But I, I do remember the article where they said he backtracked, and I did I never heard him backtrack. No, he did. He he didn't. So so. But, again, but the but the problem was what he said. Um, yeah, he he was because we had his back on that big time and. There were articles that painted him as the bad guy, right? And when he was not the problem, right? And and then, as you said, the NHL like a month later 
uh, a lot of the stuff that he talked about actually came into play. You, the one guy that I thought about, guys, when, when, I, when I started reading this stuff over the weekend, Kurt Flood. Do you, do you, the, the, sure. The, the change that Kurt Flood made in baseball, and then look what happened to him after that. He was ostracized. Whoa! I mean, essentially whoa. kicked out of the league, and he was never the same I'm not, ball player I'm not again. saying that. I I don't know that that could happen in this era. It can't because Leonard had, did have a tweet say, "Watch the NHL try to cancel me." Right. Right. I saw that. So I mean, the the more recent one, I'm not saying we're there yet, but is there a, a kind of a Kaepernick quotient to this? Could be. He's out there taking yeah. on the man. Yeah. Could be. Again. The, Old Boys Network, they don't like this stuff, Mike. No, they don't. But, you know, uh, bottom line is they, they, they probably don't. I mean, we know they don't like it. But, you know, the, the, it's, it's been thrown out there now. And it's going to be more than just the NHL, I believe, that's going to investigate this now. Uh, there's going to be a lot of investigation. And if it comes out to be true, uh, as I said, this is these are serious allegations and it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I'm not sure they're going to sweep this under the rug like they've been able to sweep some other stuff under the rug. Well, it is an old boys network, and there is a hockey culture. I know I've told this story in the past, like years and years and years ago. The guy I did the hockey hotline in Buffalo on the Sabres broadcast, Mike Robitaille, when he was playing with Vancouver, he he, he was hurt. He he got an injury. He didn't know what what it was. He just something was wrong. He wasn't right, and he kept telling them. I'm not right. Something's wrong. And they were basically accusing him of, you know, you're you're, you're like a malingerer. You're just you're not hurt. Get out there. You're you're the you got to play when you're hurt mentality. Well, he kept going out there and kept going out there, and finally he took a hit. He broke his neck, and he literally he you know whatever it was, he had a stress fracture. He ended up suing and winning. You know, back then, you know, probably peanuts in relation to something like that would happen today. I, I can't imagine medical staffs doing that stuff today. But there is a hockey culture. I mean, you know, I mean, Mike, we watch the games. And some poor guy, there's a shot that's deflected and hitting the guy loses five teeth. What's the first thing we say? Watch how fast he's back out there. He goes in the back room, right? He, he goes, sees the dentist, they stitch it up, and he's back out there. I mean, that, that's kind of the, the hockey mindset. And now, you know, what it takes to get these guys to go out there and do this stuff and the stuff he's talking about, that's a whole different animal. Yeah, and, you know, you have to, you have to look at what he, uh, you know, what he was saying. And it was basically, you know, these you know, on road trips, on flights. They were giving them player, you know, it, it's basically – you want Ambien or some benzos, we're going to give it to you so you can sleep on the planes. I mean, you know, we've heard reports, and it's it's been true that back in the day and not that long ago in the NFL, you know, basically bike it in and codeine and all that stuff was basically like candy. They were just laying out bowls in training rooms. What was so, the, I mean, this happens. It's not only the NHL. It's I mean, it's everything, but, uh, yeah, it's – you know, something's going to come out of it, and we'll see what it is. This is a totally separate thing, and I'm I'm, I'm not I don't saying it's not attached to this, but in recent years, what was it about four or five years ago? Well, weren't guys was it blood clots or, or what were these guys getting? They were, they were coming up. To, it's like that they're playing a game, 
and their metabolism's going a gazillion miles an hour, and then you're on the road, and you go right to the airport and hop on a plane, and the cabin pressure and stuff, stuff like that is like, that that wasn't good for them. And I, you know, there's uh, a lot of things. I mean, I've seen someone with a with a, just a regular black eye that got up, uh, you know, got on a plane, and by the time they, they reached, uh, uh, you know, cruising altitude, that regular black eye turned into a softball. No, the cabin so, I mean, the cabin you know, pressure thing's a thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is a thing. I'm with you though, Mike. On this deal, when you said you know what what Leonard should have done is is a private phone call uh, to to Bill Daly or uh, the NHLPA or who. I'll give you the other side of the coin though. I mean, I'm sure this Leonard would say, "Yeah." And what do you think would happen? Nothing. What do so, you think would happen? Nothing. So it then, well, that's, that's so, what... so if he's serious about it, then you go grab a lawyer and you go back at him. Either that or, you know, bottom line is, you know, Robin Leonard, he, the first step, he should have just called Bill Daly and just said, you know what, this is this, this is what's happening. You know what it is. Investigate it. And if you sweep it under the rug like everything else, then we're going to go public with it in X amount of days. Uh, you know, the, 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 the pills that he was talking about, you know, they're Benzos and they're Ambien. And the, 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 the scary thing about them, too, they are so highly addictive. And it doesn't take long for someone to get addicted to that, uh, them two types of uh, uh, drugs. Very highly addictive. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not comparing. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, hey, it's a hard discussion. And, you know, it's a discussion needs to be had. And I'm not comparing sports to war, but how about the service members that come home with the PTSD? And, you know, these guys that have multiple concussions, Mike, in all sports, I mean, okay, we know, you know, NFL players, we're seeing it now. You know, some of the old guys, the guys used to be fighters, and the guys that had a boatload of concussions in their playing days, what are their lives like now? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's sad to see some of these players. And, you know, it, and if there's any way you can uh, protect them from that, then you want to do it. So, I mean, as I said, I think Robin Leonard, uh, he thinks he's looking out for the best, and he probably is. He just, I, I, we all agree. I think he just went about it the wrong way. At least to, to start the conversation, you don't, you know, you don't put the cart in front of the horse. You, you, you call Bill Daly, and you, and you give him an ultimatum. Okay, you guys investigate this, and I want to see change. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to go public with it. Like anything, hey, we just went. We just were revisiting four years ago of October one, and we all remember Derek England's speech. You know, and you sit there and go, we're talking about sports, but when all these real life things happen, it's like, well, how do you, you know, how do you segue back even into even talk about sports? But the fact remains that a, the games, a game is eventually played and all these things do impact the games themselves, which, you know, we talk about the games and the team. It's a realistic and fair point that the Golden Knights, now in an 82-game schedule, bouncing around the league, it would stand to reason a lot of guys are going to be in various stops around the league asked about this. So at least it's a point, I'm sure, for management 
not to diminish the big the big story, but the concern is, can this be, and if so, how big a distraction for the team on the ice? Well, it's going to be a distraction, and we know that. And I think, you know, possibly for, you know, for the Golden Knights, maybe the best thing that they can do prior to the season starting is put Robin Leonard out there behind the microphone and let him answer for himself. Uh, you know, Leonard's the one that's put the – he's already going to have the biggest spotlight on him because he's the goalie and everything that transpired over the last year and a half. Uh, you know, now it, it's going to be tenfold. It's going to be a, a lot more – pressure you know instead of just asking him uh you know about stopping pucks he's going to be answering a lot of other things and you know i think he, he uh put some unwarranted pressure on himself if he would have just uh you know try to do this uh you know behind closed doors it probably would have helped him a lot more it, you know it's he's just put you know he put the spotlight on him and we'll see how he reacts but i really think vegas really should uh get robin leonard uh, out behind him you know behind the microphone and let him uh you know, address the public and just well, say this is what we're doing, and this is the last time I'm going to talk about it, and it's in the NHL's hands now. And that's fine. And uh, listen, and I'm, I've been on board with most of what he said. Uh, in I guess, like you said, Stevie, his opinion, go for it, man. And he, he's willing to be out there front and center. So be it. You don't agree with everything the guy says. I'm not saying everything he's saying is right either. I mean, I'll go back to, you know, let's, hey, let's just, this is what we dealt with. The Leonard thing. They're up in the bubble, and he's, oh, the media, the media and the fans started this between Flurry and I. No, we didn't. Or, no, you know, no, we or they didn't. You know, Alan Walsh put a picture out of a sword through Flurry's back with the boar's name on it. You know, I mean, that wasn't generated by anybody here. That was a thing that surfaced. But I mean, you, so you can't spin things that weren't necessarily, you know, true either. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's a sticky situation. Uh, you know, unless he basically said it was over. You know, it started from a picture on Twitter, and that's media. I don't know, but this is a. Once again, this is a whole different. This takes things to a whole different level because you're, uh, the accusations are you know are criminal, and we'll see what goes on. But uh, you know, I, I guarantee Vegas is not happy about this one one bit. <laughs> it's you know now that the, the lights on them again, where you know they're they're trying to get over the hump, and uh, they're already made a, a goalie decision that was not popular by fans, and now we have this. So. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting week and a half, I think, for uh, the puck drops on the regular season. And you know, Robin Leonard, if he gets out to a slow start, it's even going to be more uh, intensified. Well, let's just talk about what we've seen then from the Golden Knights uh, so far. It's preseason, Mike. Right? We've seen a hundred of these. Uh, you know, get through it. The main thing is stay healthy. Yeah, you know, you, you've you've seen a lot of preseason hockey, and that's basically what it is. And uh, you know, until you get to the last one or two games, that's all it's going to be. And you know, we'll see when uh, you know their dress rehearsal hits that uh, what their uh, their plans are, what they're going to look like. And you know, I know we know DeBoer don't want to talk about the power play, but after this, he may want to hold the uh, power play press conference. He'll be doing a PowerPoint presentation on the power. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to he's going to break it down for an hour. So yeah, it's going to be uh, you know. 
as I said, preseason, it, it, it's tough. It's, you know, it, you can sort of see the hand. They're trying to figure out if, a, you know, Krebs can break into the top six or nine. You know, I still think Krebs will end up uh, starting as the number one center in, uh, in Henderson. Uh, it, it does absolutely no good to put uh, uh, your, your top young guy on a fourth line. It makes no sense. I think uh, the first three lines are pretty much solidified, and you know they're working on to see who they want on that fourth line, and uh, they'll go from there. By the way, on Saturday the roster moves. All right, here we go. Let's see if the old LASIK surgery is still working. Elvanez, Jones, Cotter, Dorofeyev, Marushev, Primo, Lowen, Thompson, McCallum, Damato, Korzak, Hayes, Pulat, Ferguson, Patera. McCaston, Ronberg, Lasician, Dugan, and Danil Miramanov, Paschal, and Dealer. That's, that name is so hard for me to say. But Dealer. Dealer. Help me, Stevie. Dealer Libatori? Libatori. Peter D. Yeah, D. I'm glad to, I hope to get us a great career, but I don't want to say his name. Peter. Peter. Thank you. PD. <laughs> uh, so they, these guys all went to uh, Henderson. What would you make of the Miramana things, uh, Mike? I mean, I love the offensive upside you saw from the guy with give and goes, jumping in the play with hands. They look really good. Now, he may be running around in circles in his own end of the rink, and there's still work to be done. But clearly, there's a guy you want to keep tabs on because those were pretty impressive plays he was making offensively. Yeah, you know he was—he hasn't been a defenseman for long. He was a forward, and you could tell just in uh, the way he handled the puck and the moves he made that he had some skills. So uh, you, you put him in Henderson, and you uh, you watch and see if he can develop his defensive game. And if he can, yeah, you know you you got you really have a fine there. So I mean, he, he was a pleasant surprise, and uh, definitely someone that uh, uh, this organization is going to keep a. Uh, keep tabs on. By the way, I got news. Both of those goals he scored the other night, any forward on the Golden Knights would be thrilled to have done that. I'm serious. I mean, the one he jumps in the plate, he goes backhand top shelf, then the other one, he dangles through a guy and then goes behind the net, gets it out in front and puts it in. It's like, hello, who's this guy? Yeah, no, you could tell uh, he's had some forward experience because... uh, uh, them aren't defensive moves, and uh, he looked he looked really good. And hopefully, his defense can develop. And you know, you have to get lucky on guys like this. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, his defense develops, and he can come in and uh, be a, a top four defenseman. I mean, you know, in a couple years, that's a huge find. So, Mike, you said uh, you you have a belief that they're set on their top three lines. I think I know who the third line is that you speak of, and then the fourth line. Uh, those are where the question marks are. What do you think it would be the best fourth line based on what you've seen so far, and why? Well, I think you know. I, I think it, the two of the three spots are settled. I think you know if Nick Wall's healthy, it's Nick Wall and uh, Colasar, and then you know, do you just do you, do you go with uh, what you've been going with, or does Howden make the uh, you know does Howden make that lineup or? Or Carrier. I mean, you have to look. You know, to me, the fourth line. You have to do more than just be a fourth line. You either have to be a power play specialist, 
which I think Colasar, you know, playing the net front presence, I think he has a shot at being a really good net front presence guy. And he showed it that one game in the in the uh, right. in the preseason. Carrier doesn't really bring nothing. He doesn't really kill penalties. He's never going to play on the power play. And, you know, he very rarely will ever put the puck in the net. So uh, I think there's one spot open. And, you know, Carrier right now holds that spot. But, they're, you know, it could be for the taking. But once again, you don't fill that with a Peyton Krebs that could be playing 20-plus minutes a night as the number one center in Henderson to give him six to eight minutes on the fourth line. Uh, up with the big squad. And again, what I've seen of Howden, I've, I've, I've liked. Now, you know, it's a couple of preseason games, but I, I thought he moved the puck well, you know, dug it out of the corners, uh, you know, got it to guys who were open, put it on their tape. I've, I've liked what I've seen from him. And he can kill penalties. Uh, you could have him and Wah is, a, is, is one group or, you know, them two or two penalty killers. Uh, Nolan Patrick looks like he can do it. Uh, you know, the, the whole key is you don't want the, the Stones and Pacioretties out there killing penalties. Uh, you know, you want to save them. You know, if, if it's a big game, if it's a third period late in the game, you can always throw your Carlson and Smith out there that you know are uh, very, very good at what they do. But you don't have to do that in the first period of a high game. You can, you can save them guys for when you really need them. Mike, over the weekend, uh, we're sitting here. The Canucks got their guys locked in. Pedersen, he signs a three-year deal, AAV 735, and that does not get him to free agency, so they'll have another RFA opportunity with him. And then they also get Quinn Hughes in the fold. Six-year deal, 7.85, and if he really takes off, the next step in his career, that's a pretty solid deal for them. But they get these guys locked up, you know, at least with some time to come into camp before the start of the season. I think this Vancouver team is interesting in the division. I do, too, now that they're they're signed in, uh, in the lineup. Uh, you know, uh, did they get too much? We don't know. And you really don't know. I mean, Quinn Hughes, is he making too much this year and maybe next year? Yes. Is he making too much four years from now? It might be a bargain. Uh, well, that, it's 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 like way. it's like hey, listen, it, the, the prices just keep going up, right? The price of poker keeps going exactly. up. It's it's like hey, it's like Shea Theodore, when that deal was signed, we're going to, they're going to be thrilled with that deal because look what he's become. Yeah, no, and, and you know the thing with Pedersen is he's still a restricted after these, uh, you know, after the next three years, he's still a restricted. So, uh, yeah, if if Vancouver can stay healthy and they. Uh, they're not they're not a deep team, uh, but if they can stay healthy, I think I like their goalies. I like uh, Demko and with Halak backing them up, I, I really like that. I think they got uh, some good uh, defensemen, you know, with Hughes and Ekman Larson there now, and you know, Tyler Myers and um, Hamannick is there. So I mean, they got some uh, veterans, but they got uh, a little bit of youth. Uh, I, I think they they could be a sneaky team and. We know last year they got the worst of it as far as travel in the uh, NHL, but uh, this year uh, isn't as bad, and I think this team could make a run. I mean, they usually start out well and then uh, start to dive, but if they can stay healthy, I think Vancouver could be uh, very much a playoff contender. Hey, by the way, the Olympics, 
I don't know what I can read. I don't feel like reading you know, why they did this, but each country like, kind of submitted three names. Canada submits for the Olympics. Uh, this works. Crosby, McDavid, and Petrangelo. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, now, I don't think anyone's surprised. No, but they, they were the top three names submitted, and then from there, and we'll see how this all pans out. I, yeah, they have to name 50 guys, and then they have to decide from there. So, yeah, it you know, it's, it goes on. I mean, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. But, you know, the Vegas Knights are going to be uh, – are going to have quite a few players uh, over there uh, playing for the Olympics. Among them, maybe the goalie. I was just going to. I mean, seriously, we will see. Yeah, no, it, it's it, him and Markstrom. I mean, I mean Mark, he and Markstrom, I believe, would be the top two, right? Uh, right now, yes. Right now, yes. So you know, if you're going to carry three goalies, uh, and there's the they're the top two. Even if one drops, you're probably going to make the team. Only other guy really. That- I mean, right out of the gate comes to mind would be uh, we'll see how Linus Allmark does with Boston. Yeah, and if Allmark plays well, then that's three. And unless uh, Sweden uh, takes someone from uh, the Swedish Elite League. Or maybe Leonard opts out because he's not happy with protocols. Very well. And you know what? There could be a whole – there could be a handful of players that are going to opt out. I mean, you know, we don't know. I mean, I I don't – think that they i don't know how many players have actually read you know what the the protocols are going to be but uh i I think quite a few of them are going to open their eyes when they start reading what the protocols are in the olympics it's not uh oh no you know they're not staying at a a five-star diamond resort well no it's already right i mean it's only chinese people can go to it now so there are no fans are coming to the thing so it's not like you know family and friends would be able to come and watch them compete in the Olympics. I mean, you're probably, you're probably throwing them right back into the Edmonton bubble again. Right. Exactly. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a bubble that, uh, uh, is a long way from home and we'll, we'll see. I mean, I would not be surprised if anyone, uh, uh, out, if anyone has a lingering injury saying, you know what, uh, you know, if this was in Canada, I wouldn't even think twice. But being all the way over in China, I you know, so there'll be there'll be some uh, some names that uh, will decline the offer. Agreed. Other takes around the league, Mike. Anything really kind of catch your eye? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm looking forward to this week and uh, getting to uh, the weekend when you start seeing real dress rehearsals and you start seeing uh, uh, how teams pan out and what they're going to go with and. Uh, it's always interesting. It's always interesting to see if uh, some young guys can break into a lineup, and uh, and then we get to uh, get going for real uh, starting next week. How about your Red Wings, Mike? You like uh, you like what's going on there? The development of the younger kids. I I do. I think uh, you know Marit Sider is definitely uh, going to be on the on the team, and it looks like he's going to be the uh, second pair on defense. Uh, you know, the big question with them right now, especially with uh, Jacob Verana being out for at least three months with a shoulder surgery, uh, will their 19-year-old uh, a star make it, Lucas Raymond? And I'll tell you what, since uh, since a prospect tournament where he played two games and scored three goals and an assist and through the preseason where he has two goals in the preseason, it's going to be tough to keep him off the lineup because this kid, he just he, he has a nose for the puck and he... He has a great shot, and uh, 
you know, they have a tough game tonight. They're going with Chicago against Chicago, and Chicago's playing almost their uh, uh, all the regulars are going to be in there. Flurry starting in net, and Taze and Kane and Debrinket, and they're all you know they're all in the lineup. So this will be a good matchup tonight to uh, see how Detroit does. You know, the question I have, and it's only going to affect a few players or a few teams, is uh, with Detroit. Tyler Bertuzzi refused a vaccine. So he can't play when they go to Canada, and they have quite a few games up in Canada. He's a top line guy. Uh, so for a quarter of the season, you know, you have to change your top line. It's you know that that's not easy. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Detroit does. I like the the way they're move their the direction they're moving in, and you know, uh, not a playoff team by any means. But I think in the next year or two, you'll see them uh, start pounding on that door. Mike Lewis is a good friend, and he's never really like gushing over athletes or things that much. I respect his opinion, very straightforward kind of guy. Mike, I'm talking to you on the phone. I mean, you were like drooling on yourself. Brendan Brisson gets a hat trick the other night for you know the Golden Knights prospect at Michigan. This Wolverines team, you were going nuts about this power play this team has. Well, you know, I, I tweeted that power play out, and if you see what the power play looks like, I mean, you know, it, at least on that one, it looked like the Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, you're talking between the leg passes, behind the back passes. I, I, it was hard for me to keep up with the puck. It was moving so fast. And um, from one side to the other, a one-timer for Brisson, top shelf, and uh, – you know, I think they took it easy on him in the third period, but they still come away with a seven to one victory over uh Bowling Green. It's an exhibition game, but this uh this University of Michigan team, boy, they could uh I'd like to see a match up uh, against uh uh maybe an ECHL team or something because this this team is just loaded with the uh, not only first round draft picks but top to bottom draft picks in the NHL. What was the deal you told me uh when it's all said and done? Was uh, what was the number? Was it sixteen of their games will be on national TV? Yeah, I believe sixteen games will be on national TV, and uh, you know, fans of the NHL. I mean, there's there's NHL players have been drafted. You know, you'll be watching Owen Power, and uh, one of Michigan's goalies is also a Buffalo Saber. Uh, Portilla, uh, Portilla, and, and then the, you got yeah. the Krakens, Berniers, the second choice. Rainier's there. And what'd you say? You said you said look out. There's Johnson a, from Columbus, who was a fifth round or a number five pick in the draft, and I got Hughes, another Hughes brother that was a top five pick. And, and look out in two years, you said. Yeah, not this year's draft, but next year's draft. The consensus number one pick just signed to go to University of Michigan. Also, <laughs> um, not um, that I think he's going to go there. I think he's going. He could, this is a kid that could go straight to the NHL. How much are you charging for tickets to these games? Well, I'll tell you what. They're probably getting more on the scalpers market than they are uh, for the, the football team, even though the football team's uh, playing pretty decent. But, yeah, this is must-see. Uh, this is a must-see ticket. And they're they're camping out to get into uh, Fieldinho's arena. Bud, you're the man, man. Always love talking hockey with you. Thanks for doing it. Mike Lewis, the Suncoast, the B-Connected mobile app. They got the preseason games up. There's props on all these games. Football, wait till hockey starts. I can't wait, Mike. The offerings on the app are nuts. 
Yeah, it's going to be great, and I'm looking forward to next week when uh, we can drop the puck for real. Yeah, amen. Thank you, Michael. Have a good day. All right, guys. Great stuff. Mike Lewis, join us from the Sun Coast. All right, Monday Night Football. Wear some football garb over to John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo, 20% off your order if you want to eat at home. You want to go out and have a great time for the game tonight? Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. The Monday Night Maniacs party is always great fun. The Terrible Herbs VGK game day giveaway is coming up soon, but they're doing the Raiders game day giveaway. Check out all the information all around the valley at the Terribles in town. TC is coming up next. Talk to Ballpark today. Hang in there, my friend. And Stevie, great job as always. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Have a great day.